Welcome back to Adventures of a Hot Wife featuring me, Sexy Soccer Mom and Hot Soccer Daddy. This is part two of our answering your questions, comments, um, really just giving you everything you want to know. The first one ran a little long. We got a lot more questions than we expected. So we went ahead and broke this one into two episodes. So this is part two of what do the fans want to know? All right, here we go. Um, let's see where we left off with your questions. So we were talking boundaries a little bit then. Mm-hmm. You know, we're kind of scratching the surface there. And that was one question that specifically got brought up after our last episode. Okay. And that was, well, you had talked about, you had mentioned boundaries when you're vetting someone, but you never really went into detail on what boundaries we had and what we're into or can do, can't do. Maybe it's a gray area, so let's discuss it a little further. What kind of things come to mind when you get asked that question? Ooh, that's a that's a good question. Um, okay, so I guess some boundaries that we definitely established are that you will always go on the first one, and we we kind of talked about that earlier. It will always be at a neutral space. You will always be there for the first one, and you won't leave. You won't leave the room like. It's a it's safety thing and plus like a comfort thing. Like I need you there, that first one, and you want to be there. So that's first thing if they're like, oh, yeah, oh, you're going to be there. You're going to watch me. Well, yeah, that's kind of what this thing is, buddy. <laughs> I'm a hot wife. So you need to be there. A couple of my no-goes on the first time, there's no anal play whatsoever on the first time with somebody. That's something that um, I work into as I'm more comfortable there are no cum shots to the face. That probably goes along with my like cleanliness thing and my clean freak thing. Like I do not need cum that close to my eyeballs. That scares me. Like, no, thank you. Don't shoot me in the face. The mouth, great. Tits, ass. Don't shoot it in my face. I don't even let you shoot it in my face. I've got you one time. I know. I don't know why. I think you, did, you didn't even tell me you were going to no, do it. No, I didn't tell you. I was going to do it. <laughs> You're such an I was, asshole. I was pretending like I was going to do it on your stomach, and then I just hopped up at the last second. You did. That's right. You're such a And I a like dick. jumped right on your chest and blasted you in your face. We laughed really hard, but I was kind of pissed. Yeah. It was one of my finer moments for sure. I got to pull that out again one of these days. It's been a long time. And it was only once. One time. And as long as we've been together, I have gave you a fucking shot to the face. I appreciate that about you. Thank you for... Only going against my wishes once. Well, I'm just saying you're due. And we're married, so it goes. That might have been your second finest moment. The first one being when you mushroom stamped me when I was taking a nap and I woke up with your balls on my forehead. And to top the story off, the cherry on top was you were like nine months pregnant. I was taking a nap because I was pregnant and tired. And I woke up to my husband mushroom stamping me and giggling like a fucking 12-year-old boy that his balls are on my face. Sometimes I wonder why I married you. And you love it. I do, actually. You giggle like a fucking teenage boy, too, every time you tell that story. I do. I have such a warped sense of humor. Uh, But yes, back to boundaries. So no anal play. On the first one, no shots to the face, no like pain. Like I love a good spanking. Don't get me wrong. Slap my ass. I like being choked out a little bit. 
I love my hair getting pulled, but there's like no hitting in the face, no bruising, that kind of stuff. I don't know. Is there, does anything else jump out at you? I feel like we don't have a lot of rules and we haven't really had to say much because people are always so respectful. I'm pretty much open to trying most anything. I mean, I know what you like. That's pretty much what I put out there. It's just what you explained. Like none of this, none of that, none of this. But then usually I say, well, here's what turns you on also. Yeah, I do like it rough. I do I do like a good hair pull in. Like when I'm getting fucked from behind, like pull my hair, like arch my back, pull my head back with by my hair. Um, I like getting choked out a little bit. I like getting my ass slapped. I'll usually ask for it harder the more into it I am. So I do. I like I, it rough. I think there's there's um yeah, you tend to you tend to kind of lean on the submissive side. Mm-hmm. And but I think you've also got moments to where it's like you'll flip the switch and you take charge and you start like kind of the dominant role. You can throw that in too, and you do at any time. Or like you walk in, like you met with your regular. You fucking walked in a fishnet stocking, like I'm here, we're fucking right now, and you took charge. You're like, all right, I'm about to ride on this thing right now. So you took charge. So you had a dominant role in there too, which I love how you can just flip that switch too. And I've experienced it obviously many times and it's fun, but that would be like, when we talk about dominant, like there's a whole BDSM stuff and all that. So I think that like the pain play you talked about, that's always something that I mentioned, like we're not into it. You can slap her ass all you want. Light bondage. Those sorts of things are good, you know, and we've, you've been tied up before with your regular obviously with me and then shibari we're starting that now which is awesome that's fucking hot so we're in you know looking into some of that but i think we're also still newbies in finding out what's out there we're still we're, discovering our kinks we are and and you know as far as boundaries go um we're learning every single time we have an experience too like okay hey we tried it that was cool and sometimes those boundaries change a little bit based on the experiences that we've had yeah Absolutely. And like I said, I'm down to try most things once, but that first time it's all about like learning each other. So I do like to build some like comfortability first and feel like we're on the same page before it gets a little bit more intense. We try new things and yeah, we're still figuring out all of our kinks and we've figured out a lot as the year has gone on, what we're into, what we're not, but there's not a lot of no goes for us right now. So yeah, we said a couple things like, hey, yeah, here's what I don't like. Here's what I do like. Other than that, fair game. So yeah, I think um, the, you know, one boundary I have, and we kind of talked about it previous, was the whole cuck versus stag kind of thing. The like degradation thing that I'm not into that. So that's kind of a, a line in the sand for me. And a boundary that I have is like, no, I'm not, I don't want to do that. I'm not interested in that dynamic. Uh, but the stag one, I am. And so far, everyone's coming we, you know, with respect and stuff like that. So like we had talked about during the vetting thing last episode, that's a boundary of mine is respectful. Yeah. Or being, you know, respectfulness rather. And that's it. Like, that's probably the, the top for me is just that. I'm not worried about you, you know. And I, I think that a lot of people maybe that do this or that are considering this have a boundary of, well, 
I need to know everything that happens. I need to be there every single time. Like we have the trust together and I like it. Well, where you I do. Can't send you, you can't be with another woman without me. Well, there. exactly. And I do. And that's yeah. fine. That's your comfort level, yeah. right? Um, I'm not worried about that with you at all. Like I have 100, the utmost trust in you and everything else. Like I have full access to your phone if I ever want it, but I've never... I've, the only time I ever look at it is because I want to like, oh my god, that's so hot. Yeah, if you and just want to read, I want to look at the exactly. I want to look at that stuff, but it's never because I've been questioning, like, oh, what are they talking about, like behind my back, or had that element of maybe questioning this whole thing or the cheating side of things or whatever. For me, that potential doesn't exist. I'm 100 percent comfortable with all of this, but some things like that might be a boundary for other people. For me, it's not because I just don't feel like it needs to be so i like you to just kind of make decisions on your own also and what are you comfortable with yeah you and don't, you develop these things i'm pretty open you don't have a lot of rules and that's kind of what i've told a couple bulls i'm like i don't really have rules like they come from me because you're very open and i know there's probably some couples where they don't want their other half sexting or anything outside of the playtime you enjoy that you enjoy when i come home from work and i'm fucking riled up and turned on because I've been sexting with a bull or come home and my panties are wet. You really like that. So, but I could see how that would be a boundary for other people. Communicate. <laughs> That's going to be a common theme with all of these questions I feel is communication. It's so huge. So huge. And and I found out something recently. Like, yeah, I am more of the submissive role. And I think that's because in everyday life, I'm in charge of so much. Um, I'm in a job where I'm in charge of other people and we've got kids and I'm in charge of schedules. And (laughs) we always joke that you're my third kid because I'm in charge of you most of the time and where you need to be. So when I'm playing, I don't want to be in charge and I don't want to think. I just kind of want someone to come in there and rough me up a little bit and give it to me and fuck me good. and, And that's it. However, recently when we played we had someone kind of, you know, take the dominant thing to a different level. And I was like, okay, this I'm not cool with. Like, there's a difference for me about like being a little bit dominated and then being like thrown around like a rag doll or kind of, you know, it's just different. Like there's, there's different levels of being submissive. So I, like you said, I kind of ride that line of like, I want to be submissive, but then I'm also going to tell you to roll over and I'm going to jump on your cock. So I don't know. How Absolutely. To that. I think there's a difference between rough sex and hard sex and fast sex. And, you know, I think everyone's opinion's a little bit different on what that means. And so for you, yeah, I like being a little rough. Well, for someone else, okay, that's what this means. Having these relationships with people, I know exactly what that means. But <laughs> we've been fucking each other for a long time, right? So I, I should have that. I better have that, right? Yeah. Um, but you're regular. He knows that. He knows what's rough. He knows what's overboard. He, you know, and I think a lot of that's got to do with the experience level too of what they are. And and they were young. Yeah. You know, they were young. And that that was a question that we got is like age. How young is too young? And based on experiences that we've had, I would probably now cap it. Like I would not go any younger than probably like 32. We did mid-20s, well, late-20s. That's too young. So I think based on the people that we have been with, the bulls that we've experienced, the couples, the women, 
32-ish and up would probably be my age boundary. Yeah, I think that's a good a good number. I think there is a significant difference in age. I, I, maturity, rather, I guess. That's probably a better word for it. Life experience, maturity. Um, you know, people at that age tend to start maybe having children. Maybe they already have families. They understand our schedule. Then, exactly. And so it's like, all right, we get you, you know, as opposed to the... Single is not... I mean, we talked about it last time. There's a maturity level between mid to late 20s and, you know, mid 30s, early 30s, even. Yeah, absolutely. And um, young as we've been with is 26. And that was too young. 32 and up seems to be a really good age. Uh, they know who they are. They understand this whole thing. And it's worked out well for us. What do you look for in a play partner? I uh, guess the question's like physically. You can you answer this one for me. <laughs> I have a very distinct type. She does. Um, If you figure, like, picture any baseball player, just the taller, slender, more lean. Cut. Cut, yeah, baseball hat. But not, like, overly lean, like, um, bodybuilder body. Just lean, as in, you know, like, more athletic. That's it. And if you wear a baseball hat, really, here it is, guys. If you're nice, (laughs) if you have a baseball hat, and you're slender and look like you're in decent shape, she'll do whatever. I'll fuck you. <laughs> she'll fuck you. So that's the ticket. And then we already talked about the vetting, so you know where I stand. <laughs> so there you go. You know how to get a hold of us. I don't um, know what it is we'll about a baseball hat. It is my weakness. You take any guy and you put a baseball hat on him, and he's like 10 times fucking hotter. So yeah, tall, broad-shouldered, good upper body, Six pack doesn't hurt, but yeah, not like muscle mania, dude, but just like athletic looking with a baseball hat on. I can't, I can't resist it. So for all the listeners right now, what I'm looking at is this hot, extremely just sexy. I mean, you've seen the pictures, you've seen videos, so you know what I'm staring at right now. And she's explaining this, all these features, baseball hat and broad shoulders and Blah, blah, blah. And she's staring off out into the distance <laughs> with a thousand yard stare and got a smile on her face. I see and I you. just see she was staring out into the outer space. She was not staring at me. And there was an image of Chris Hemsworth running through her head without a shirt on. Playing baseball. Playing baseball with a baseball hat on. That's exactly what she was looking at. Totally was. She's probably super wet right now, and she can't even deny it. (laughs) Pull my tits out of this 90 right now. Oh, my God, and they are out, (laughs) and they look fucking incredible. I do. I have a type, and I. that's it. That's my type right there, gentlemen. See, there she goes. She's doing it again. (laughs) Totally looking off out into the distance, just in awe of the image in her head. I wonder how many pictures we're going to get of uh, guys in baseball hats now, like, Sup, mommy. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Just don't fuck it up and say something stupid. <laughs> and it happens so often. I'm like, all right, whatever. Here we are. We're chatting with this guy. You know, you think he's fucking hot and looks good, and he meets the he meets the mold, right? And then he starts talking or texting me, and I'm like, oh my god, this guy's a fucking knucklehead. Yeah, that kills it. Um, so, also on that note, texting before. Oh yeah. 
we talked about that a little bit. And I think people were like, well, wait, what? You don't want to text before? And, and I just, I just don't before the first one. Um, because like I mentioned before, like I'm just busy and I get annoyed because I'm doing a million things all the time and to no fault of your own or any other guy, you'll text me in a moment where I am losing my shit on our children or <laughs> running around like a chicken with my head cut off and you'll text me, sup mommy? And I'm like, oh fuck no, this guy. And it's the, it's not their fault, it's me. Um, but no, I just, I'd prefer not to before the first time. I'd rather just like kind of go in and and see where it goes. And then it's okay after that once we establish a relationship and I'm more comfortable. Now, I have had situations where I've texted and it's been great. I mean, um, I think the only bull that I've texted before and it's actually worked out with is my regular one right now. Everyone else we've texted after, he was the one that we texted with before that's actually like stuck around and it worked, but it almost didn't because again, we're texting before and it's getting kind of sexy and we're sexting and I'm sending nudes and we're going back and forth and he sends a picture of his cock and I was almost like, nope. <laughs> I don't <laughs> that know where that's going to go. That is not happening. Uh, and it scared the shit out of me. And so before that first meeting with him, I had a lot to drink because I needed some liquid courage to to get railed by that bad boy. So I actually was talking to him today. I was like, you'll have to come on the podcast because I think that first time was just so fucking funny. And I kind of reminded him of a few things and his response and I quote was, what a great night. <laughs> We got to hear from the bull's perspective and like what he's thinking and absolutely. And again, he's been one that understands his role and uh, he's been great. He's been a lot of fun. And so I'm, I'm comfortable with him. And then, you know, he's also talking about recommending his friend now and some BBC up in here. When we first got into this, this would have never been a consideration. No. So I, I really wasn't into the BBC thing. Like it, I was like, I'm good. Well, it wasn't even that. It was the whole idea of you sleeping with or having sex with two other guys. Yeah. And that was just, you know, we did the male-female male thing with me involved, but this is going to be the first time that it's two other guys and, and you. Me. Yeah. And so you're regular and his buddy. And yeah, I never would have done that before. And, and now I'm sitting back completely, just basically the cameraman now watching. And who knows, maybe that'll progress into all three of us jumping in. Yeah, that was one of my no-goes in the beginning was like, eh, I don't think I'd ever want like a gangbang or like three on me. And now I'm like, that'd be kind of hot. Like I think about it sometimes when I'm playing with myself. I'm like, okay, one on this tit, one with their mouth on my pussy. I could do that. That'd be fun. Hands all over the place. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm I'm ready. Oh, okay. A little hot and bothered now. <laughs> staring off into space again yeah you were you're kind of squirming around in that all right i've got two more questions all right i think i'm done over here okay so i've got two more um so this one was asked after our last podcast what has been the biggest surprise to us kind of coming into this lifestyle um what are we surprised about what did we not expect and we kind of touched on that a little bit last time with just like how respectful everyone is like a, we didn't realize how common it is and how many people are into the lifestyle and different things and how 
how common that is, and B, just how respectful and nice everyone is and how open they are to things. And that's been really great. I think for me too, another big surprise is my very first time we stopped. I mean, we were fucking for a long time and it was hard and you guys saw the video and we stopped so we could get water. He was like, I need some water. And I was like, okay. And so we like stopped and like chatted for 10 minutes and was like, okay, cool. You ready? And I was like, oh, okay. We just took like a water break. But as we were with more and more bulls, that was like a common thing. Like they'd be like, all right, hold up. Like, and then they'd stop and get water and we'd like chat and then we'd go back to business. And I was like, oh, this is like a legit porn job almost. Like you're at work and yet someone yells cut and you're like, cool, I get some water. And then they're like, okay, resume position here. Get on your knees right here. It's that's what kind of opened my eyes to like what this is. Because remember at first I was like, I don't know how you separate like feelings from sex and if it's possible it is totally possible and I think it took water breaks to open my eyes to that that like this is not like a emotional thing it is a totally for fun thing and like yeah we stop and we get water and we talk and then we're like okay so I'm gonna go sit on that couch you come over here and let's go it's just a very detached almost thing because we've been together a long time I don't think there's been one time during sex that I'm like, hold on, I got to get water. Like, it's passionate. We're in the moment. No one's stopping to get water, but it's a completely different thing with this. I think, yes, for sure. Um, It's different. And I think they also are, they- Thirsty. (laughs) Well, well, yeah, of course, because you guys are fucking going at it for a long time. And it's very physical. Like, yeah, you have left- soaking wet sometimes oh god just yeah. the amount of you know soaking wet in on. my panties and oh sweating. god yeah <laughs> um i think there's also guys that edge themselves and so they'll bring it right up there and they're like okay no we're here we're we're going to prolong the experience because you know this isn't this isn't just like wednesday night sex of course i think they want to prolong the experience and <clears throat> um enjoy it for longer and you know, the way they do that is, okay, I need to take a break. Yeah. In order to And I can feel to keep that sometimes. Going, like, they're you know? close. Yeah. And they're like, okay, be right back. You yeah, know. and I've noticed that too, that it's like that edging. I can feel them getting close and then they'll back down or uh, back away, go get water, change positions. Uh, and sometimes I'm like, no, go. It feels fucking good. But I know, like, they're just trying to prolong it. Um, but sometimes I'm like, man, dang it. I want yeah. you to keep going. So you're getting certain. Yeah, exactly. Um, what else you got? All right, one more. Last question I have. Um, you know what? I got to break you there real quick, and then we'll finish this up. I'm going to put a picture. I have to take a picture of your fucking tits. Okay. Or do a little short video and then post that. But I'm going to show you guys, everyone that's listening, what the distraction is. <laughs> Why he's so out of it okay? tonight. So just so that you guys know what I'm staring at and not just have the imagination in your head, which is good. You know, my imagination runs wild, but you guys got to see what I'm looking at right now. So we'll share it. Okay. Last question. So some followers, some viewers want to know, how do you succeed in this business? How, how do you succeed as a content creator on OnlyFans? And the truth is, 
we're still figuring that out. We don't even know yet. We've been doing this year. We're definitely much further along than we were in 2020. Like we talked about with COVID and our couple little like, oh, titty picture, make $5 a month. We're, we're much better than that, but not well enough to where I can stop working full-time. I still work full-time. You work full-time. We're not on that level yet. We see the potential. The The thing about content creating, about being on OnlyFans and Twitter and making a living out of this is consistency. You have to be consistent in what you're posting. You have to be consistent in uh, talking to people. You just, you've got to be present. And I cannot be during the week when I'm working and you can't be during the week when you're working. Like we just don't have that amount of time, but we see the potential in it. So we're in this like weird place right now. Like, do we take the leap? Do I quit my full-time consistent job and see where this can take us if I can devote more time and energy and attention to it? But at the same time, like more, I love doing this podcast. I love doing photos. I love doing videos. I love meeting up with other content creators, but having a full-time job and the stability of that, it's hard to give up. The real money, from my understanding, doesn't happen until you break the 1%. The real big money, the real big earners, like 50,000 bucks a month earners, you know, on up um, Gosh, are, can you are in the 1%, <laughs> right? And th- and that's the money, like, no, we don't need that. We just need, you know, like, we would be so thrilled with even whatever, a livable wage, right? If you could make this full time. So what are people doing? Like creativity, you talked about consistency, um, creativity you can't be like everyone else. Like something, something's got to be what they are there for. Yeah. You can be hot obviously, but you know, I mean, there's. Maybe we should just take videos of you mushroom stamping me when I take naps all the time. See? And that could be our niche. Just like, and that would be the, you yeah. just mushroom stamp me while I'm napping. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it for the people. If that's what you want to see. Come shots to the face and mushroom stamps. I wonder, is there a little mushroom emoji? On when you type, you know, you send a text oh, yeah. message. There yeah. is, there's a mushroom yeah. one. I think you can probably put those in messages on OnlyFans and Twitter and stuff like that because you can do all that from your phone. Yeah. If you want to see more mushroom stamps, <laughs> send, send a message to one of our social media posts. Send a mushroom. Send a mushroom. Oh my God. And that'll we be our, uh, we're going to do it. Give me 10 mushrooms and I'm going to chase you around a mushroom stamp you all day. I'm going to punch you in the dick. Um, Yeah. Okay. So consistency, creativity. Uh, Creativity. They, uh, customs is huge. And that was a big occupier of time because you did a little bit of that. Um, And customs, it's a lot of work. There's a lot of editing that goes on there. Um, Live calls, live video calls, uh, just chatting in general. All that stuff is is very time consuming. And then just the content creation itself, like we got to keep that relevant and keep posting on OnlyFans and keep collaborating and editing and everything else. You can see how that all adds up as far as a a requirement on time. Um, Staying at home, you know, building a schedule, a regular schedule and treating it like a job is really, I think, how these people are breaking that 1%. Um, but the time that it's a 24 seven job, like you wake up and you have to be, 
saying good morning to everyone in the social media world and taking pictures of yourself and and i'm really um, bad at that like you know i am i'm like yeah but but the you know it it's because you're so busy elsewhere yeah because you have a full-time job and you have to get kids ready in the morning to go to school and play and I work out like and work out i'm and, up super early to work out before everything else right? so and you know everything it's just busy yeah. We don't have time in the day to do it. So in order for really, you know, and I, I think for in order for us to be super successful, it's got to be one of those, well, unless we see something crazy happen where we just have some stroke of luck, but in order for the reality of it to happen and actually have any form of consistency with it, I think it's got to be a full-time gig. And that's hard. It's hard to take the leap. It's hard to leave. I have a good job and... It's a vanilla job, but it's a stand-up job, and it's hard to to make that leap to to take that risk and quit your like full-time job that provides you stability to jump into this. But on the other side, we see the potential. We know what's out there. When we have a good week, we've got a really good week, and it's like, damn it, why aren't we doing this more? Like, and then the next week is slow, and it's like, see, no, we can't. I can't quit yet. We're not there, so. You know, we struggle with that. So to answer your question, how do you succeed? I, I wish you I tell knew. Us. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I knew. Please, you share your tips with me. Again, we're up there pretty high percentage. We're not the top 1%. And, we need to be. And then how do you succeed also? I think that's very, uh, you know, I mean, how do you answer that question? What's your definition of success? Money. You know, uh, but how much, you know, and, yeah. and what, you know, what, what does success look like? So. That's going to be different for everyone else, too. So I, I don't know if we can accurately answer that question. I'm succeeding in love. Oh, you're succeeding in whoredom. <laughs> I don't know if whoredom is even a word. Cock but count. It's, uh, it's definitely a word now. Urban so, Dictionary is going to provide a new definition. Whoredom, a new word. Spe- speaking of Urban Dictionary, shout out to you. That's where I've learned all the lingo. Like when I hear a term, that's where I look it up. Because I'm like, if anyone knows what this is, it's Urban Dictionary. I it it's so good. Yeah. It is. It's so good because it's a hundred percent accurate. Every term I mean, everything I need on there. Know. Yeah. And it obviously helps. like there are terms out there and there are legit terms in the lifestyle and and you will find in normal dictionaries, but yeah, urban dictionary is for sure. <laughs> we could do a whole sec bit on urban dictionary. It would be hilarious if we just it read it. It would be like, pretty things. funny. Oh my gosh. But okay, so yeah, I don't know how to be successful. You tell me. We're working on it. We're definitely more successful than we were a year ago, but we're hoping to grow even more in the next year. Um, I'd love to be working from home doing this all the time because it's fun, but I got to work my big girl job right now. So I think that's it for today. That's all of our questions. Well, I lied. That wasn't all of our questions, but I'm going to push some to our next episode because we did get questions about kinks and like how we've learned what some of our kinks are. So I'd like to push that. I think what we should do in the next episode, do you remember that like spicy test? Like how spicy are you? And it measured your like how hot you are in bed. So I remember when we did it. The first time. Yes. The first time. And it was COVID. during COVID. My girlfriend the, sent me this this quiz. Yeah. That's when we did it. And so we were like, okay, well, let's see where we're at. Because now we're posting, t- you know, titty pics like... Oh, we, I'm so spicy. We gotta be spicy, right? So yeah, then we did it. It was right around that time. And I was like, oh yeah, we're gonna fucking score high. Whatever. 
we'll tell you what we scored the first time. And then um, we just took it again for you guys so we could do it on air. Um, so we'll tell you what we scored the second time. And we'll kind of go over some of the results from that and what we said no to the first time we took it compared to like now what we're like, oh yeah, no problem. Uh, things that we found out are our kinks that we're into, things that we found out we are not into. Let's chat about that next time. I think that'll be Hey, do you know what that test was or what the website was or anything like that? Yeah, and- it's called the, the one we did is called the sex personality test and it's from psychology today. So you can find it online. Just Google sex personality test. The one from psychology, psychology today, it takes you like 20 minutes. Take it. Let us know what your spicy level is and let's chat about it next time. We'll tell you what ours is. Um, we'll read some of the questions from there and, and go over them and yeah, share with us. How spicy are you? That would be fun. Um, I can't remember. Do you have to pay for that one or not? I don't you could pay for like extended results. Like it gives you like your oh, basic that's right. results. It was just results. Yeah. Okay. And then you could pay to like have the breakdown. You don't need the breakdown. Trust us. Right. But okay, let's do that next time. So thank you so much for all the questions and comments you sent in. That was fun answering some of those, giving you a little bit more insight to us, uh, figuring out what you guys wanted to know. We love all three of you and all the questions that you had for us. Thank you. Thanks for submitting more so it looked good. So yeah, next time, let's take the sex personality test and find out how spicy we are now. Give us a follow. We're on OnlyFans, Sexy Soccer Mom with three X's because you know I'm kinky like that. Same with Twitter, Sexy Soccer Mom, three X's. And until next time, keep fucking.